Hey, Michelle. Hi, Greta. How are you? You know, we're, we're, this week was very eventful in the world of F1. There was a lot. So we're recording this on Wednesday, a race week, and it was a good thing we waited, I think, to record. Because I feel like a lot of things happened within the last, like, two to three days. So before we get started, hi, I'm Greta. I'm Michelle. And you're listening to Race Week Recap. We are a Formula One podcast. So, I mean, I think we can start off with, like, the elephant in the room, and that is that Danny Rick is now a driver for AlphaTauri. I feel like the end is not in sight. I feel like we're just going to talk about this every week for the rest of the year. Before, we were just talking about, oh, like, you know, there's rumors that Danny Rick is moving to AlphaTauri. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, Danny Rick is at AlphaTauri. And then I think for the rest of the year, yeah. it's going to be just about how well Danny Rick is doing at AlphaTauri. To be completely honest with you, I am way more concerned with how the year is going to pan out for Yuki. Why? Are you scared for him? You don't think he's going to get his surprise F1 win? Lando Norris does. I mean, I feel like there's a lot more pressure added onto Yuki now. I mean, before he was racing against, like, Nick, and... Nick got kicked uh, out because he was bad. (laughs) Well, like, Nick, like, did well in his junior years, but um, Yuki, he was definitely (laughs) just, like, kicking ass. Um, But now that he's racing against someone like Danny, who, like, has actually, like, won races, I feel like there's a lot more pressure added onto Yuki. And it's going to be kind of interesting how he manages that stress and whether he comes out on top at the end. Yeah, instead of, I guess, Nick DeRay's old ass, he's going to be racing against a very hyped-up rookie, Daniel Ricciardo. The hype train is real. Yeah, the F1 admin actually posted 10 fucking photos of Danny after he was announced, which is, like, insane. I truly felt bad for Nick. Like, it was kind of brutal. Because that's the thing, right? Because Danny Rick replaced him at AlphaTauri, but all the news is about how Danny Rick is back on F1 and the news is not about how Nick DeVries lost his seat, right? Whereas if you compare it from last year when Piastri was announced to replace Danny Rick, it was a little bit more about Danny Rick leaving F1 and then it was like the Alpine drama, you know? I think that just goes to show that Danny Rick is a star. Yeah, I mean, Danny Rick makes money. Like, he literally sells teams. AlphaTauri is literally going through rebranding, so it makes sense for them to bring in Danny. Mm-hmm. AlphaTauri merch is about to pop off in sales. <laughs> for sure. I mean, not like his Ashante merch isn't going to continue to do amazing. That thing is always sold out, even though it's fucking ridiculously priced. It's insane. Yeah. And, and you know we're going to do a little review because the drop is tomorrow. I got my eyes on it. Oh, it is tomorrow. Yeah, this time he's doing a beach club theme. Yeah, but he's still coming out with like sweatpants and sweatshirts, which mm-hmm. the beach theme is not really beaching. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so, that fifteen dollar um, that fifteen dollar bracelet from last time that arrived to someone misspelled is so fucking iconic. We also got news that K Mag became a dad for the second time. Congratulations to the happy couple. Those are some really cute pictures. Like, you know the picture of him holding the baby, right? But he's, like, shirtless, and there's, like, just, like, some piece of cloth draped where, like, his shorts probably are. I thought that was very funny, because it kind of looks like he just gave birth. 
which I love that. I feel like K-Mag, he's just, he's such a dad. Like, he has dad energy. Out of K-Mag and Nico, K-Mag's definitely my fave. Yeah, K-Mag is just, you know, he's our he's our number one American driver. Okay, another <laughs> silly, goofy thing that happened was Max got road rage on The Sim this week. <laughs> The kid is taking it out in the sim, so he's not, so he doesn't have to take it out in the track. It's amazing. No, because he's so bored in F one, right? Like he just needs to instill like a little bit of spice, a little bit of excitement into his sim racing life. It's honestly so fucking hilarious the way he just like drove off and literally like ran into the guy. It was very much giving Danny running into him when they were both racing together um, for Red Bull. <laughs> People keep on saying that, like, oh, you know, Max is, like, such a clean driver and he's way more relaxed this season and the previous season. And I'm like, what do you mean? He just has no one to race against. Like, he still can, like, will take his elbows out. And we saw it happen when he was, like, racing against Lando. So, I don't know. He has to take out his energy somewhere. That replay was just amazing to me. No, watching that replay gave me the same feeling as that one NASCAR race towards the end of last year, right? When the guy just like full sent his car across like the barrier to the finish line and he like cut across like five other cars by doing that. That was the same energy as Max like getting road road rage on this sim racing event. I'm so living for it. I think I just need to watch more of Max's like sim races if I want to see some like Me too. I'm missing out. Quick side note tangent. Um apparently Red Bull is coming to the Hungarian GP with some upgrades. Okay, can we talk about these upgrade rumors? Because the streets are saying oh that God. Red Bull is about to pull up to Hungary without side pods. And they're going to be even quicker than they were with side pods. That would be the funniest <laughs> fucking thing in the whole wide world. Like, that would actually be hilarious. Like, they were roasting, roasting Mercedes for this. And if they're able to show up and, like... Show up and show out. It's literally game over. Like, it's gonna... Oh, my God. I would be so embarrassed. How do you as a team recover from that? Mercedes. That's a trick question. You literally don't recover from that. Oh, God. It's like, I, just, I also just love the idea of, like, last last race, you know, um, Lando got a little bit... He led, he led a whole five laps, and Red Bull's like, no, it's time. It's time. We have Bring to drop. We have to... Yeah, we have to drop the upgrades so that we can really, like, continue to just further kick their asses. It's amazing. And I guess, please, Max, when he's 20 seconds out in front complaining about the brake balance or, like, the wheel balance. Yeah. Max literally needs to be a whole lap ahead in order for him to, like, not complain (laughs) or say anything about the car. It is absolutely, like mind-boggling some other news this week we saw a little bit of seb vettel around because seb was at goodwood uh for their little racing event there and then there was also this article that came out where lewis was saying some really nice things about seb uh and how i mean we know this right that seb was one of like the most I guess, activist drivers on the grid, which is why it's like such a loss that he's not driving in F1 anymore. But uh, Lewis was basically saying how Seb told him that other teams were saying racist shit about him. And he, 
I don't know, he was very, like, generous in complimenting Seb, saying that he was, like, right there with him taking the knee in, like, 2020. We have seen a lot of Seb around. Um, last week, uh, yeah, last week, whenever it was announced that um, Danny was going to be joining Alpha, he, he was doing, like, laps in the Red Bull, and Seb was there randomly, which I still don't understand why he was there. But it honestly does not surprise me for Lewis to be saying such high praise of Seb because he always just you know Seb was always just there and his presence is so incredibly missed on the team and it's so sad that we don't have him there anymore I know and I feel like he can say like pretty much any driver will just like sing like praises about Seb Metal Mm -hmm. that's just like the kind of person that he is and Mm -hmm. it's like such a loss that we just like don't get that from other drivers and that like lewis doesn't get that from other drivers the fact that this man is like it's not that like oh you know he like had a hard time growing up and then he was like suspended from school right because like the administration was racist to him it's like he is like still living that like every day yeah like sarah lewis hamilton is literally like living that every single day and I don't know like it just kind of sucks like he just doesn't feel that kind of support from anyone else on the grid sure it's like there has to be the feelings of like isolation not having you know another person who is very admired and looked up to to like you know take a knee with him in those cases seb does kind of miss it he actually was like recently quoted saying that he still watches the races every weekend and like he can't help but comment about like comment about the races to his wife oh that was so cute inspector seb i feel like he must be like super super analytical about like everything that's going on let's get seb vettel on the commentary like whatever show that danny rick was doing that was a flop (laughs) i don't even remember what it's called (laughs) that was a flop it was like on the grid with danny like it was dumb it that was an absolute (laughs) flop and get seb in there i want i want to hear what seb has to say for real. Speaking of kind of drivers that are no longer on the grid coming back from the grave, we got some news from Nicholas Latifi. Nikki Latifi is going to business school. This is not about to get an MBA. How surprised are you on a scale of like one to ten? One. Because because his dad literally owns a giant like food distribution company. It just makes sense. Yeah, he has to like take over his dad's business. Like, hello. <laughs> He's gonna take over the family business. Nepotism can't nepotism that hard. <laughs> like, you need to know something. <laughs> I feel like nepotism can only take you so far in these situations. Yeah. Like, you at least need to have like a grad, like a grad degree, in order to like be respected in that space. So, like, no. Whenever he said he was going to business school, I was like, oh yeah, no, I totally get it. That's honestly probably what like Stroll would do too. Can, can you imagine Lance Stroll in business school? <laughs> I feel like it's a harder jump in my mind. Like, he could do it, right? But it's just, I don't know. For some, Like, I don't see him. I just don't see him, like, giving, like, a PowerPoint presentation talking about, you know, like, the logistics or, like, the optics of, like, business strategy. It was, like, that's a little bit weird for me. But I can totally see Nikki Latifi doing that. Okay, Latifi's also older than, Nick, than uh, Stroll, I think. So maybe that's why. Okay, do any of these drivers actually have, like, a bachelor's degree? Because I know a lot of them don't. Don't play. (laughs) Don't even ask that, no. 
Why don't they have the time? Exactly. Which is like, so the fact that Nick was like going to business school to get an MBA, I was like, okay, so he at least must have a bachelor's, you know? So I was like, so then like that kind of got me thinking. I was like, what? Like they would have to do so much to like continue on a career outside of F1. I don't know. I think Liz TV is a little bit of the exception in that case where he Definitely. is doing something which is like not racing related. Whereas I feel like most of the F1 drivers like post F1 are going to probably go into other uh, motorsport categories or, you know, they might become commentators a la Jensen Mutton or a la Nico Rosberg is like trying to do. I feel like Nico Rosberg, is he like trying to be a commentator though? I feel like he's trying to be like an influencer. I think you're right. I think Nico's <laughs> trying to be an influencer. That man is in his basement. Like he is in his basement talking so much shit about everything. He's in his basement. He's in... Rafa Nadal's yacht, and he's in everyone's business. Only when he gets to interview Lewis, it's the only time he's ever on the grid. When he's like, do I get to interview Lewis? No, I don't want to be on here. His scorned lovers, I swear. Out of everyone on the grid, who do you think would be like the best commentator? I don't think it's Danny, I'm sorry. I was gonna say Danny originally, but based on like what has happened, I really do not think that would be the case. Based on the evidence provided. Okay, I'm gonna go with George. Oh, wait, you're so right. Like, you're beyond right. Because he's literally commentating even during the race. He's giving, like, the weather update during the race. (laughs) Weatherman George. I literally think George would be a very, very good commentator. Oh, by far. Whenever he's, like, much, much, much older in, like, 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. I could see him taking over, like, Crofty, you know? (laughs) I could totally see that. Or I can see him doing, like, the post-race interviews. I want that. I genuinely, genuinely want that. Okay, well, let, let's 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 step into it. What do you what do you think? Some of these drivers um, post driving, what careers? What what would they what would they do with their lives? I mean, the most obvious. We have to start with it. Yuki Sonoda is literally going to become this like amazing restaurateur. Like, I just I just see it. It's gonna be upscale Japanese cuisine. It's gonna be maybe like multiple locations. And it's gonna it's gonna be everything. Just thinking about it makes me so happy. At least <laughs> one Michelin star. Like at least one Michelin star <laughs> and we will be okay. Oh Yuki will finally get to rest. <laughs> I do think that a couple of the drivers are just going to forever live off or thrive off their celebrity. Like you know what I Beer mean? Beer is so I just <laughs> so see it. I just so see it. Like, post-racing, he's just going to become, like, double down and become an influencer, definitely. Yeah, he's going to have all, like, the brand deals, or, like, he's going to go into apparel. He probably couldn't go into apparel, like, while he was at Alphatari because Alphatari has its own clothing brand. I don't know what's happening at Alpine. He does actually have, like, his own merch, but it's bad. So I'm thinking, like, full-on, like, apparel line. That kind of goes along with, like, Danny, you know? Just a yeah. general celeb in the zeitgeist um and like fashion merch person lewis i feel like kind of falls in that same category except that lewis is also very like philanthropic he has a bunch of like organizations that he runs and a bunch of other stuff that he does so i definitely see him like yes he will continue to show up to the valentino fashion show um and sit next to zendaya but he's also going to like continue like with his nonprofits. I feel like Lewis is probably the most open to like just trying like other things. 
because you can mm-hmm. see like he's interested in like movie production and i think there's just going to be other things like that down the line maybe he doesn't go like super deep into movie production but he's definitely like interested in, in it right and he's got like mm-hmm. some kind of production company set up so i think i see lewis just doing like a little bit of a bunch of like different things which is cool i don't know maybe he's gonna do music oh my god no i don't think he would go back to that that was but he still plays around with it wait does he (laughs) yes he was posting like last year or maybe like earlier this year no you're right you're absolutely right (laughs) oh my god jump square oh no um oh i mean pierre did say that lewis was like the most connected driver on the grid so i'm sure you got to end that's terrifying That's terrifying. Please, not another. No, I can't. That's the one thing. Lewis music is just not. It's not for me. <laughs> you know, look, you can't be good at everything. <laughs> no. Um, there's a couple drivers that I think would just kind of like lay low. You know, mm-hmm. they would just like retire and go off into like the oblivion almost. Botas. Botas for sure. Botas is I don't know, retire to his, like, farmland in Finland. Like, I, I see it. Yeah, I mean, there's already, okay, there's already Botas retiring rumors, which, would you be, like, upset if Botas was to re- were to retire? Like, what are your thoughts? Well, I think, honestly, like, the best time in his career has, like, come and gone, right? Like, I just don't see there's not a lot in terms of like achievements that he's really gonna attain at Alfa Romeo or like wherever he would move that's not Alfa Romeo right and if just like being on the grid just isn't doing it for him anymore I can totally see him just retiring he's no longer a rookie right he went from Williams to Mercedes so there's only like so much he can do now being at alpha i mean yeah being at alpha and i feel like that's kind of like the progression of like a driver's career they'll just eventually get to a point where they're just like at like an alfa romeo or maybe yeah like a williams and then it's just kind of like okay bye i mean that's what we saw most recently with seb right after he left right he only did what two more seasons I mean, okay, we kind of know Fernando's never going to leave the sport. No, They're literally no. going to have to, like, claw the steering wheel away from his cold, dead hands. <laughs> so I kind of see Max down that route of, like, just really loves to race, but I don't see him in, like, F1 forever. He'll definitely, like, move to other motorsport categories or he'll go, like, more deep into, like, sim racing or something like that. I definitely think he would go back, he would go into sim racing, and I think him and Lando would just double down on the whole esports thing oh, yeah. and just pursue that path because Lando already has like an esports team, right? Project was honestly like a little bit of a gateway for me into Formula One. Oh, wait, was it? Like a little bit, yeah, because when I first got into F1, I just, I watched I Should Survive and then I watched like all of like the Girl of the Grid YouTube videos and you know like the team PR videos and then I watch a bunch of the Quadrant videos. Oh that's cool I didn't know that. Yeah. We do know what one driver is doing following their F1 stint and we say this with like a little bit of like oof um Nick DeVries finally posted. F in the chat for Nick DeVries but you know what he's rich you know he's good looking like he's swimming in the french riviera 
I, there's these pictures that Kelly PK's sister Julia posted. Uh, Max, Nick DeRees, and Leno Norris are like in the French Riviera together, like swimming, and it's like absolutely picturesque. They're living their best European summer. He'll be okay. No, this is like his moment, right? Because he has raced in other motorsport categories. Mm-hmm. This is his moment to just like kick back, relax. It's like his sabbatical. You know, he's gonna he's gonna find himself in the next like five months, right? And then he's gonna come back stronger. I don't think he's coming back to F one. <laughs> he's not gonna come back to F one, but he'll come back stronger in a different motorsport category. Oh, okay, okay. Just in motorsports in general. Or okay. maybe he's gonna go to business school. Either way. <laughs> You never know. You never know. I I just think it's fucking hilarious how, like, Latifi was like, I'm going to business school. And I was like, you have a degree? You have a bachelor's degree? (laughs) Nah. Well, yeah, he finally put out a statement where he was like, I'm just going to take some time off, time, like, off away from Mm -hmm. the internet. And I was like, yeah, no, because you're getting flamed. Like, you definitely should. See, that was my initial reaction, too. But then I opened the comments, and the comments were actually, like, really nice. They were, like, very generous. And I thought, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like... Kind of feel for him a little bit, right? Like, that sucks. He got, like, fired. As um, viewers or spectators of the sport, we definitely saw just, like, how aggressive the Danny's Back campaign was that mm. you kind of you started to feel bad for Nick. You're like, not even, like, Alvatari wasn't even, like, you know, unfortunately, we're letting go of Nick, but we're going to be replacing it with Danny. It was like, Nick never existed. <laughs> Danny's Back and, like, billboard letters. But that leads us to the next race and the future of F1, one one could say. Um, We have a new quali format that is going to be tested at the Hungarian GP. And I think things are going to get spicy. So if you're not aware, basically, now there's regulations on what tires you have to run in each qualifying session. So in Q1, you have to run hards. Q2 is medium. And then... Q3, you have to run on softs. So apparently this is like a sustainability thing from, this is like some sustainability initiative from Pirelli because the teams go through like too many tires. So like the number of dry tires that they're able to use in a weekend is going down from 13 to 11, which I guess it's going to spice things up. So I'm excited about that. Each driver is going to end up having uh, three sets of three sets of hard tires, four sets of mediums, and four sets of soft. And if it does rain, they'll have like a free choice of tire in the session. Um, Max was like interviewed about it. And he was like, yeah, I really don't think we need to change it at all. I don't see the purpose in it. But, you know, it's just going to make quality a lot more interesting. It's just that added layer of like variability where Mm -hmm. you just don't really know what's going to happen. So... I mean, that's good for, like, midfield teams. That's, I guess, not so good for Red Bull because, you know, like, nine times out of ten, Red Bull is going to completely outperform, like, every single car, right? Yeah. But, you know, this just adds, like, a little bit of spice. Like, ooh, you know, things could potentially, like, go wrong. I'm looking forward to seeing them all race on the same tires. See how all the cars compare. Because, I mean, I, I would love, I literally fantasize and dream about all of the drivers in the same car. And I, I feel like this is the closest we're going to get. <laughs> because I just want to know, I truly want to know, like, who would come out on top, all the drivers, same car. Ugh, a girl can only, a girl can only dream. I feel like that's every <laughs> F1 fan's, like, biggest desire or... I think especially anyone who's, like, a diehard Max Verstappen fan or, like, a diehard, like, Lewis Hamilton fan. 
I think that's it's that would be like the great equalizer, right? Like it's the equal machinery, like you know, equal machinery battle. So with that being said, this race is going to be quite interesting. Um, do we have any predictions? I think we're gonna get a banging press conference tomorrow. Thursday media day is gonna be a fucking field day. Like, it's so serious. I think we have like Danny and Max in the same section. And like, I think maybe Lando is in there too. Like, they know what they're doing. They so know what they're doing. It's literally all of like the Red Bull rejects. Red Bull rejects, oh my God. Wait, did you see that photo that Red Bull posted of it's Daniel Kvyat, Danny Ricardo, Max, and Carlos. Carlos? It's like the Red Bull Juniors, and they look like they're about to drop like a SoundCloud rap album. Like, it is too much. The worst part is that, like, if you know, you know. <laughs> like, if you see that photo, you're like, oh, I know what ended up going down, and it's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. Do you have any predictions for race finishes? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think probably the biggest speculation right is who like who comes out on top Danny Rick or Yuki Sonoda honestly I think Yuki Sonoda but it would be cool if Danny Rick came out first right okay what position do you think Danny's gonna end up on I just don't think either of them are even gonna get in the points to be honest doesn't Alphatari only have like three points or something like it's really bad like it would be nice like I would love it but do I think it's gonna happen no not really what about you I definitely see Yuki coming out on top that's literally just it Yuki's gonna beat Danny this race and Yuki's probably gonna beat Danny a couple more races and then Danny might get a one up on Yuki um and then it's just gonna be a little bit of back and forth you think it's gonna be close yeah no definitely because Yuki has so much more experience in this car Mm -hmm. than Danny does but at the same time we know that Danny Rick can drive the fuck out of like a Red Bull machinery, right? So you, you have to think that the Afatari, like a little bit of that, like the car setup is gonna translate at least more than it did when he was at McLaren. I mean, that's what the hype is around. You have Christian Horner like talking his head off about like, oh, you know, after like three laps in the sim, Danny Rick could have like been P1 and qualifying like last weekend, right? Like he, he's literally like running his mouth about that. Like there's been so much speculation about how fast Danny was doing like these laps and like, you know, they fucking like they saw his lap time and they were like, Nick's out, you know, <laughs> like it. There's so much talk that to me, it's kind of like, OK, well, if there's so much talk, then why isn't why didn't you pull out Checo and stick Danny in? You know, if it was going to be that close and that competitive, why didn't why didn't you just do that move? It's a test. It's a test <laughs> like Yuki and Danny, like fighting for the death to see if like either one of them is actually like potentially good enough to replace Checo. Girl, I painfully agree, and I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified to see who's going to come out on top. Like, it is going to be so gnarly. But, like, we win either way, right? Like, personally, we win either way. Oh, I just I just yeah. want to see Yuki Sonoda and Red Bull. But I just see it so clearly in my mind. That's the thing. Like, I want yuki to have that chance and that opportunity to like really thrive in a fucking car like danny had it and he fucking dipped and then he like like top 10 anime betrayals but two of them back to back double whammy first when he left rebel and then when he left reno like danny had it and he fucking fumbled the bag let yuki have a fucking fighting chance like you can tell how desperately he fucking wants it yeah, he desperately wants it, and you can tell because he's sort of, like, toned it down. He's become, like, way more consistent in the season, but at the same time, like, he's super, super hungry, which you saw 
which yeah. you know it kind of jumps out every once in a while no i feel like he's definitely matured a lot do you have any podium predictions for this race Ooh. are we going with the with the, with the good old reliable one two and three i'm seeing hamilton on the podium and i am seeing i don't know i don't know i mean max one whatever move on but what if what if the no side pots kind of come back and bite me in the ass maybe i feel like red bull would never fumble the bag like that girl i said the same thing about mercedes i don't know what <laughs> Yeah, okay, well, we'll give Max a one. Um, Check will make a comeback. Maybe. We haven't raced for one week, and I'm already like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I have no idea. No, what I think makes this difficult is that you have McLaren who just had like an amazing week, right? And then you have Ferrari and you have Mercedes, and then you have Aston who was like really strong at the beginning of the season. And now it's like a little bit not clear where they all lie. And then that on top of the fact that Chaco is like so inconsistent every single week is like how am I supposed to know who's gonna end up on the podium which I guess is gonna make Hungary like super super interesting Danny Ricardo like aside just like who is going to kind of like win out for the rest of the season I'm calling it Max 1 Lando 2 Hamilton 3 (laughs) ambitious you heard it here first a repeat of last last race. Do you think Lando's goatee is like giving him extra power? Well, how dare you say that? But what if it's like giving him extra power? Oh my god, what if Lando's goatee is the equivalent of Charles's bracelet? <laughs> Wait, do you think he like just won't shave it, right? <laughs> because of his sodium? He's like, it's my wedding streak, I can't. And it is so bad. I'm sorry, Lando. Like, please, please, let it go. Horrible, 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 horrible. Oh my god. All right. Well, Michelle, where can people find us? Uh, people can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Threads. There you go. We will be back next week with the Hungarian GP. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.